0: Hello and welcome back to London City Chatter, the official podcast of FA Barclays' Championship side, London City Lionesses, uh, where we go in, we interview coaches, players, staff to get an in depth look on what life is like at London City. Today, joining me on the podcast, graciously taking the time out of her day, um, is one of the players that has been with London City since the beginning, one of someone that's you know, been a constant in the starting 11 for the Lionesses um, so far this season it's Grace Neville. Grace, how are you doing?
1: Hi, uh, how are you?
0: I am great, Grace. Um, thriving. It's kind of a, a gross day here in uh, London, but it's okay.
1: Yeah, it's not the greatest.
0: It's not the greatest. It's kind of the weather here, so I don't really, uh, it's always the same.
1: Yeah. Uh, pretty much.
0: We shall start with, last time uh, I talked to you, about, I, we did like a game with Carly and it was like very uh quick fire questions and since the holidays and since this weekend's game is holiday themed um i figured we'd do a holiday favorites segment so um i'm gonna ask you i think there's like seven maybe favorites and you're just gonna give me your answer really no time limit i just kind of wanted to talk about your favorite holiday things just because i think it's a cool thing to do but um we'll get started favorite holiday dessert Dessert. Yeah.
1: um, Probably a sticky toppy pudding.
0: That's good. I had it for the first time like this past week. It was phenomenal. There you um, go. Holiday song.
1: Song. Oh, do you know what? I love Um, Michael Bublé's Christmas album. So anything nice. that nice. is. I
0: like that. Yeah. Um, holiday movie.
1: Fred Claus. I know that's a bit of a weird one, but I do love Claws.
0: That's a good one. Um, Any, like, favourite, like, winter activities? I love skiing. Skiing?
1: We don't get them, but it would be skiing.
0: That's cool. That's interesting. Um, Your favourite holiday tradition?
1: Tradition? Um... I don't know we always end up playing board games um at the end of Christmas so Christmas day at the end after dinner we always play board games but it always ends in family arguments so I don't know why we continue doing <laughs> it um but I do love playing board games and Monopoly and stuff like that
0: that's cool love board games um favorite um thing about just this time of the year
1: just family coming together Our family and friends and you know people that you probably don't see all the time. Um, so spending time with them is is really important to me. So yeah, I'd probably just say seeing family and friends more often.
0: I love that. That's all I got. I kind of ran out of questions, but it's okay. Those are really good answers, Grace. I don't think I can come up with better answers than that. Um, <laughs> good job. Um, skiing. I don't think I've skied in a while, but that seems like really fun. um
1: Yeah, and- I. My uh, like all my family can ski pretty much. Um, my granddad and my uncle were ski instructors, so it kind of just went into my family, but obviously now I've got to be a little bit more careful. Um, but yeah, ski kind of running my family, so we all love to go. Wow,
0: that's pretty cool! Pretty cool.
1: I started skiing when I was three, so
0: oh my gosh,
1: yeah, yeah, really young.
0: That's really young, Tim. Did you start skiing before you played football or no?
1: Actually probably yeah oh, wow. yeah which is probably unusual but I mean I probably kicked the ball around but I weren't that good okay. then <laughs> but um I probably okay. did ski. yeah look at
0: that she's a skier and she's a football player so she's <laughs> we're dual sport athletes now but um just wanted to, we'll start in like the beginning where I usually um start with these things, just kind of like the passion for the game. Like was is there anything from your childhood like how did you know the beginning of your time um with football kind of like you know come to be? I think
1: um so my dad played um at a fairly good level when he was growing up and then he still uh carried on playing and still plays now as well. Um so I think when I was younger, I used to always see him and we used to go and watch him play and I think that's where I kind of got the love for it, and was like, oh, I want to try this out. Um, and I think even when I was younger, my mom said when I used to like pick my outfit when I was little, it was either football kit or like a dress, and I would always pick the football kit. So I think something just stuck for me when I was younger. Probably trying to be like my dad. Um, so I, I guess it can't kind of come from then, and then kind of got picked up like in a boys' team, and my dad was my coach. So I think that was just like the smooth run for playing football. Um, so that's kind of where I started. Wow,
0: I like that. That seems pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, just kind of like, was there like any player, any, um, I don't know, any person that, that you kind of remember watching? I mean, your dad, but like, do you remember like watching someone when you were younger, kind of like looking up to them?
1: I think David Beckham was like the face for football in our country so David Beckham I used to have a Beckham shirt on my back all the time um so I think David Beckham was someone I looked up to and even now I think he's a great inspiration for our country and a great role model so
0: yeah to Lucy like when I interviewed Lucy like last week she mentioned David Beckham like the exact same question I asked she mentioned David Beckham so David Beckham's not that honest I mean he's kind of big in the states but wow apparently uh I mean, he kind of is big in, in the UK, but.
1: He was kind of huge over here at one point, but he still is, but.
0: He obviously. is still big. Um, kind of early on, was there like any standout like childhood memories that, that you remember? Was there like a, a game you remember going to when you were younger?
1: Um, I had like a cup final. So with the boys team that I was in, um, that my dad coached, we got to, I think it was under 10's cup final. And at this point, I knew that, so way back when, like the girls couldn't carry on playing with the boys up until a certain age. And I think it was 10. Um, So I knew that this was going to be my last year with the boys. And we got into our like cup final. Um, And I remember like we lost, we come runners up, but we almost felt like we'd won. And it was just like an amazing day. And if I could go back to any football game, like when I was really young, I think it would be that. And because I, I guess you just loved football then and it didn't really matter that we lost. We all just had the best time and I knew it was going to be my last game. So I ended up with Man of the Match as well. I think I've just like run the whole length of the pitch just didn't stop for that like little game. But yeah, I just would probably say that was my most like standout memory. And we've still got pictures from it now. My dad still looks over the the photos and I think I played for a club called Whitewebs and it was like green. So I had like green hair. It was everything. Wow. So how I remember it.
0: That's funny. So you went like all out green. That's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I won't be doing that for match day anymore. Absolutely not.
0: No, no, do no. Not. <laughs> don't do that. Maybe blue, but.
1: Maybe. I'm not sure if I could rock it though. I think you could. I uh, I think.
0: Um, We could transition to um, like, you were part of the Arsenal development um squad. I mean, what, what was just that like for you in general and just kind of like what, how did that prepare you, you know, moving forward into you know the next step?
1: Um, so I got picked up for Arsenal when I was I was nine and then went over there when I was 10. Um, and I absolutely loved playing for Arsenal when I was younger. Um, I kind of grew up there, so I think I was there from the age of 10 until 18. So almost eight years of my life was spent there. So when I think back to football, it was kind of at Arsenal really. Um I think that just paved the way for me loving the game and thinking, that actually, this is what I want to do full-time. And luckily enough, there are things in place now that women can play full-time. Um, But yeah, I absolutely loved Arsenal and I really, really fond memories and still speak to the girls that I played with from a young age and made some really good friends throughout that period of time. So it's a really fond memory that I look back at playing for Arsenal. And I think it sets you up, like, you know, I think we had some really good things in place, uh, like nutritionists, uh, S&C, like from a really young age. Um, and I think now, obviously, as women's football growing, that's getting a lot better as well. But I think Arsenal as, was one of the first clubs to actually do that with their young players for for girls. So I was in a privileged place um, in that sense.
0: That's cool. That's pretty neat. It's kind of neat to go to like a club like, especially Arsenal, to kind of like begin your career and just kind of jumpstart on you as a professional uh, that's yeah. pretty interesting
1: I am a Spurs fan though so it was a you little a bit different. yeah yeah wow. so cool I, I used to have my Spurs Under Armour under my Arsenal kit and I used to have like little wow. Spurs in my bag and stuff like that because I oh, would never be an Arsenal fan but
0: wow yeah. so you yeah. actually like wore the kit but like at the same time like you were you know behind the scenes a Spurs wow. fan wow did you ever yeah. tell anyone
1: yeah to be fair my coach actually knew and my coach was a spurs fan as well so it was uh-huh. a little bit a time and we used to always keep like up to date with the spurs scores and stuff like that and my family are massive spurs fans so when they found out i was going to arsenal they were all like oh <laughs> but obviously like proud of me was happy that i was going but also like oh we're not gonna say come on arsenal it'll have to be come on girls or come on reds
0: That's fun. That is funny. Um do we could transition to, you know, Millwall and London City and things like that. Um, but I mean, you being a part of like London City and, you know, just the lionesses in general, like from the beginning and like from the start that this club um began. Um, like what do you what does that like kind of mean for you? And I feel like that, that's pretty significant because you're there's only a few players on the team um I talked to Lucy or Fitzy uh about this um like what does that really mean to you as being like one of those players that that just kind of like began it all
1: um yeah there there is only four of us now I think um but I guess when we first joined it was just a bit of a risk that we took at the time I suppose because it was the first standalone women's club um that kind of transferred from Millwall or whatever um so it was a massive risk but also there was a, like a vision about it and something that was really exciting, it being a standalone women's club. Um, and we could kind of create our, our own identity um, going into the game. Um, but so, yeah, I think at the start, it was really exciting. Obviously, a little bit nervous to start off. But now, four years down the line, I think not only has women's football come on loads, even since then, but also our club has developed so much. And I think it's become so much more professional and it's now full time. Um, and I think just everything's in place, that what, what we need. Um, but, yeah, I think that's kind of a credit to the staff members that have got us there. And also, I think the players this year, is, we're probably in the best position that we've been in um, in the four years that I've been here. Uh, the players now are so driven and motivated. And, you know, we take game by game, but we have an ambition to get into the top league. So, um, yeah, it's exciting to be one of the, we all call it like one of the OGs, um, But yeah, it's nice to have been here from the start and see how much the club's progressed over time. Um, And yeah, we we have really good ambitions to just keep going and keep pushing through to hopefully get to that top league.
0: I mean, you you talk about you know the the changes and just kind of what's happened through like the years since since you joined. I mean, a lot of changes and a lot of growth that you guys you guys improved almost every single year. Um, since the beginning of this club. Um, but I feel like this this team is um is different. I feel like this team has a lot of ambitions, really, really talented from top to bottom. Um, but for you, what do you think makes this team overall like so special and a team that could, you know, actually finish the job that the others just came short of?
1: I think um every everyone kind of brings something different um and everyone knows each other's strengths really well um and we've also bonded as a team and i feel like this is the closest team that i've been in probably ever to be fair um and you know we've built relationships and i know that any one of us can stand on the pitch and do the job it's not like one starting 11 and that's what goes out it's it takes all of us and i think mel's really pushed that in in this year to make sure that everyone knows that they're all they we all play an equal role in hopefully winning the league or getting as high up as we can um so i think that's what makes the team really special that no one's more important than the person sitting next to you it's it, we're, it's a team effort and everyone's going to take their their place in the team and we're going to need every single one of us to get up as high as we can
0: yeah, for sure. That uh, I mean, it's pretty awesome just kind of watching you guys week by week because like every single week you see something new, a new player step up, someone coming in, and it's not just like you have one person, you know, putting it putting out there scoring the goals. It's all it's someone different every single week. Which yeah.
1: is- and I think if you look at the goal scorers, we've had so many different goal scorers and so many people, di- um, different people assisting as well. So it just goes to show kind of the depth of our group. Um, yeah. but and like on to that, I think the relationships that we've all built. Um, there's some really good friendships going on in our team, and I've met some of my best friends being here. So I think that really shows on the pitch as well. Kind of, we've all got each other's back, which is yeah. really nice. They're an environment to be around.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's it's pretty uh, crazy to watch. I mean, this team has you know has gone through a lot. I mean, you guys, you you lost the first game of the year, and you kind of just did have not looked back since then and have really just been on an unbelievable run of form um, in the league and in the competition, you know, battling this, the game this past weekend, Thought you guys played really, really well. It was just, you know, unfortunate in the ways that you just couldn't find the back of the net in the moments that you did. Um, but just kind of talking about the obstacles that you've had to face this year, especially in the beginning part of the season. Um, how do you think that's going to prepare you for maybe um, January, February late in the season where you guys need to, know win crucial games in order to kind of put yourself in position for you know april
1: yeah i think it's just kind of touched upon it but just taking like game by game and not getting too ahead of ourselves and i think we do really good job in the week of just focusing on the game coming up and not you know looking too far ahead um and we prepare really really well and everyone's focused and concentrated and i think that's that's it really and And making sure that, okay, after the game, or if we don't get the result that we want to, we reflect on it, but then it's done and there's nothing that we can do about it. And we just take whatever we've learned into. the next game coming up. Um, and I think we've we've done a really good job at that. Um, there's a couple of, you know, we've dropped a few points here and there, um, but we haven't dwelled on it too much and we've kind of taken the positives out of that game. Um, and yeah, we're just growing and developing game after game and week after week. And hopefully that'll be enough to get us, get us there. And we've got a tough kind of January, February coming up um, and we know about that, but we'll just take it game by game and step by step.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, you know, transitioning from maybe like club, I did want to talk about you representing England on the youth level and just kind of like what that um meant for you. Just like what was that like? Because that must have been really cool.
1: Yeah, so um when I was young, I think I was probably 13 when I started in the England setup and kind of went through um the youth up until i was 19 um and i went to 2 euros the under 17s and the under 19s uh euros and yeah it was an incred- incredible experience for me and something that you know i'm really proud of um and my family are really proud of and yeah n- nothing beats paying for your country so yeah it was it was really good and that there were so many things i learned being away um with england so yeah it's something that's really important to me obviously
0: that's so cool. Um, yeah, just representing your country. I feel like it, um, especially with like the world cup going on, it just feels like, you know, it means so much to the people. And for you to like actually do that, it's like pretty, pretty cool. Um, but just kind of overarching questions before we get to like the the final question. Um, I've, I've asked this to a couple people, um, when I've interviewed them so far, but for like, just seeing like young girls or like, um, talking to yourself when you were younger is there like any advice you, you give to them or yourself when you were younger um to become maybe they're looking up to you maybe they want to you know become a footballer eventually but is there anything that you would tell them
1: um I think it's just make sure you enjoy playing for as long as you can and if you play with a smile on your face and you love the game then there's no limits to what you can do or where you can go um and kind of in addition to that just make sure you take on any information that you get like any help or support there's so many things nowadays nutritionists, s&c analysis there's so many different departments that can help you um so i just say like take on all the information you can and yeah just like i said just enjoy it for as long as possible because if you love it then like i said there's no there's no kind of limitations to where you can get
0: Yes, for sure. It's a pretty solid advice. Um, I would say. Um, definitely want to transition to like the last segment. Don't want to keep it too long. Um, for, I I prefer to do weekend away because I feel like that's that's been a uh, a constant here on this podcast. Um, so basically, we're gonna give you a plane ticket to go anywhere in the world for free um where would you you choose that what destination would that be
1: how long am I going for
0: um honestly however long you want to go for I mean whatever your mind wants it could be it's weekend away but if you want to go for a week I mean go for
1: it that allowed
0: yeah that's allowed
1: okay I'd probably go to the Maldives then okay that's pretty cool there you go a bit of an expensive trip for you to pay for me to go on
0: yeah that's very true i don't know if i'll be paying i'll maybe (laughs) maybe someone else will pay it would depend um i think carly said bora bora so you guys are
1: both i can see carly me and carly can go together
0: there you go there you go um what would is there any anything you would prefer to like eat or is there something that that you would just love to eat on like vacation or like what's your your desired food
1: honestly probably pizza pizza yeah i could just out on the beach just with a couple of slices of pizza and that'd be lovely (laughs) love that
0: um wow just sitting on the beach eating pizza that sounds like a pretty good life, doesn't Um, it it really does for who would you possibly take it could be a celebrity it could be really anyone it could be a teammate it could be really anyone who would you take on this trip with you
1: am i allowed to take justin bieber
0: yeah of course you are
1: there you go Wow. (laughs) wow
0: what would you would you just have like him serenade you while you eat pizza on the beach
1: uh and sing to me yeah
0: wow that sounds like an epic trip yeah you'll you'll be going to the Maldives um with Justin Bieber on the beach eating pizza while he sings to you that sounds like an amazing trip and you're going for a week lovely I where
1: where do I sign
0: uh I'll let you know
1: (laughs) I'll start packing my bags
0: yeah you can start packing your bags maybe for uh for break after you guys are done um after the uh, game against Birmingham in a few weeks. Lovely. You're off. You're on the plane.
1: Perfect. Sounds there
0: good you to go. me. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> but thank you so much, Grace, for joining me on uh, on the podcast. It's been uh, it's been fun. Hopefully uh, you had a little bit of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm, no. I'm excited to uh, listen to this again and uh, edit it up and I'll put it out as soon as possible.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: All right, Grace. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. All right. See ya.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, come to the next London City Lionesses match against Southampton at Prince's Park in the FA Barclays Women's Championship. And keep up with everything on social media for all London City Lionesses on Twitter at LC underscore Lionesses and on Instagram and Facebook at London City Lionesses.